With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. Temperature right now, 54 degrees, 69 the high today, 56 the low tonight. And scattered and mainly non-severe showers and thunderstorms will move into far western Iowa this morning and track north, northeast this afternoon. According to the National Weather Service, there is a marginal to slight risk of some strong to severe storms, mainly west of Interstate 35 this evening, with the most significant potential for severe weather along Highway 71. Additional thunderstorms are expected to develop late Friday morning and continue through the early evening hours. There is a marginal risk of severe storms over much of the area on Friday afternoon. Well, Kathy Barnett, National Grassroots Director for the Vivek Ramaswamy campaign in conjunction with the Cass County GOP, is bringing Chloe Cole to Atlantic on Sunday to tell her story on de-transitioning. Barnett said Cole's story begins at roughly the age of 12. When she went to her parents and said, I think I'm in the wrong body. She can tell her own story, but it started with social media and what she was watching there and began to believe that if she could not have the body of Kim Kardashian, then maybe she was in the wrong body. And that started her at the age of 12 of taking puberty blockers, hormone blockers, which went through some period of time. And by the age of 15, she had her perfectly healthy breast removed. By the age of 16, she realized she had made a very big mistake. And one of the more heart-wrenching conversations I've had with her is when she looked at me and said, how was I supposed to know? I was a kid. Chloe Cole has been telling her story all across the nation, including testifying in Congress. Barnett said this is a very important topic within the Vivek Ramaswamy campaign. We do not believe that affirming confusion in children is compassion. Adults can do what they want as long as taxpayer dollars aren't funding it. But for children, this is a completely different story. And instead of shutting down open debate and conversation around that, we believe we need to have more debate and open conversations about it. It is a cornerstone in Vivek's campaign. And we see that as he brings in others to help tell this story. Now, Barnett encourages parents and children to hear Chloe's story on Sunday, October 15th at 5 p.m. at the Pizza Ranch in Atlantic. According to a press release from Executive Director Dan Haynes from the Initiative Valley Family YMCA, the Y will decrease its overall child care capacity from 131 to 108 after they move kids from the infant room in the early learning center. As requested, he says the YMCA will vacate the school's room by December 22, 2023. The Wickman operation has not taken any new children since April of 2023 to downsize and fit back into the original building. Haynes says they have added 46 new kids to their waiting list for child care spots since April. And to support families and employers, they will all need to come together to address the long-term need for child care in the community. Haynes says the YMCA board has researched many options, including relocating a classroom to another community location, and many churches have offered their classrooms for use by the Wickman Center. Haynes says after working with the churches, the fire marshal, Department of Human Services, child care resource and referral, and many hours of deliberation, the YMCA board has made the difficult choice 
to continue not to take any new children. He said they would hold this policy until they can fit all the children into the original Wickman building with the addition of the four-year-olds who will stay at the renovated racquetball room space at the YMCA. Haynes anticipates this and natural attrition will help them fit that by the end of December 2023. And the cost, regulations, and logistics of opening another classroom location are not something the board can take on at this time, the Nista Valley Family YMC Board of Directors and the Atlantic Community Schools have agreed to continue to share the ELC gym and the Wickman Playground through the end of the current school year. The other issue the Y Board struggles with is the lack of staff, and the YMC Board is looking for ways to increase wages and to be able to offer some benefit packages to employees to attract and retain a stable workforce. The starting wage is $12 an hour, and there is no health insurance benefit. The board anticipates that our starting wage will need to increase to at least $15 per hour and provide some health insurance coverage for qualified employees. This will require the generation of an additional $320,000 in revenue annually, and this will require a significant weekly rate increase to families or some subsidy by the local community, businesses, donors, or a combination of the two. Well, the Avery Anderson Foundation will be paying admission for everyone that attends the Sunday showing of the fall musical Cinderella at the Atlantic High School. Mandy Billings reports. Assistant High School Principal Andrew Mitchell made the announcement at Wednesday's school board meeting. One of our former students, as you know, Avery Anderson was killed in a car wreck a couple years, was very, very involved in our fine arts program. And there is an Avery Anderson, Anderson Foundation who works really hard every year to provide scholarships to students and a few other things that they take on. Uh, well, it's my privilege to say that for the Sunday performance of Cinderella, the Avery Anderson Foundation is paying for everybody to come in. They have, nobody that day will have to pay for a ticket. The Avery Anderson Foundation, along with Stephen Sue Anderson, will be picking up the cost uh, for all that day. Mitchell said Avery's parents, Steve and Sue, are going to keep track of the ticket entries for the musical, and photos of Avery will play on a slideshow in the auditorium before the musical. You know, everybody's just so excited about Trojan community coming together, and this was Steve and Sue's way of, uh, of building on to that. So I'm super, super excited. Can't wait. The musical will be held the first weekend in November. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. And the Ottoman County Secondary Roads Department says the resurfacing project on Ottoman County Highway F32 and 180th Street between County Road M66 and Bluebird Avenue and Highway 71 has been completed and is now open to through traffic. And Governor Kim Reynolds signed an extension of the proclamation relating to the weight limits and transportation of grain, fertilizer, and manure. The proclamation is effective immediately and continues through November 11, 2023. The proclamation allows vehicles transporting corn, soybeans, hay straw, silage, stover, fertilizer, dry liquid and gas, and manure, dry and liquid, to be overweight, not exceeding 90,000 pounds gross weight without a permit for the duration of this proclamation. I'm Tom Robinson. ABC News is next.